I'm the kind of person where I actually eat olives out of the jar. I don't care where I am. If I see olives, I'm going to eat them. Now, I'm not going to just go into your refrigerator if I don't know you and put my fingers in your jar. You know, I do have some respect. But that's the way I like just plucking them right out the jar. And that's what I was doing when I was with my friend Vanessa in my 20s. It was a Thursday night and there was this really big party that was going down on Friday. Now, to be honest, I didn't really want to go to the party. I didn't want to go to the party because some of the people there, they're a little bit uptight. And even in my 20s, I realized this wasn't the vibe that I wanted to roll with. But Vanessa, we called her Nessa, was so excited. That's all she could talk about. So I'm at her crib eating olives out the jar, sitting on the bed. This is when everybody either had them double beds or the twin bed, and she had a twin bed. And when I sit down, it kind of squeaks a little bit, and, you know, I pretend not to hear it or care, which, to be honest, I didn't. And she said, you don't seem like you really happy about this party. Why? Because I'm not jumping up over the walls? No, you just seem like, you know, you don't really care either which way. I care. I just know that I'm going to wear what I got. I don't understand why you're so excited about it. I mean, everybody is going to be there, T. Everybody. You know, them niggas from Briggs Road. Everybody's going to be there. Like, this is the night our lives could change. I'm listening to her, but I'm not really feeling it. But, hey, she's a friend. And I believe that now that I think about it, The things that I was focused on back in the day was literally for this moment to be able to come and share with y'all. I'm like 100% convinced. So she's looking at this outfit on the bed. It was a black mini skirt with a little red halter top. She was going to wear the bamboo earrings, the little cute little gold chain with her name on them, a pair of black flip flops and call it a day because when we were in our early 20s, we didn't really do all the heels and stuff because we knew that if we got to walking around or any of that, at some point our feet were going to be hurting and we just wasn't feeling it. So she was feeling her outfit. And then the phone rang. The girl that was hosting the party, and I'm not going to say her name, I'm just going to say the girl hosting the party, called and said, oh, I forgot to tell you, we over Nessa house. It's a white party. Now, Nessa is like me or was like me rather back in the day you know the budget was kind of thin you didn't have a whole lot of money to just be going out and buying new outfits for parties but the girl who was throwing this party that's how they rolled if they wanted something they would go out and buy it I don't know who really was buying it for them I have a feeling that it was their parents but that's neither here or there Nessa gets off this phone call She is horrified because she cannot see how she's going to be able to get one of them niggas from Riggs Road if she don't have the right outfit. So she hangs up with her and looks at me and then flops on the other side of the squeaky bed. What am I going to do? 
Just wear what you got. You heard what she said, Toy. It's a white party. I can't wear what I got. Look, well, I don't know what to tell you. As far as I'm concerned, all I'm going to do is go home, uh, grab the white t- a pack of white t-shirts that I already got in there, put that over a pair of jeans and call it a day. She's not going to let you in? Well, then I'm going to leave. Her mind is circling. I can see her going crazy. Like, what am I going to wear? And then she says, can you take me to the mall? Now, I don't have a problem taking her to the mall, but by this time, unlike the escorts of the past, I actually had a 1972 white Volvo that I called Dante. I actually love that car. That car drove me back and forth from the PG County area to Baltimore on more than one occasion. And to be honest, all of my friends, although slightly embarrassed, like Dante too. So we jumped into Dante and I took her to the mall trying to figure out what she's going to get because it's not that she can't find anything. I know Nessa don't really have no money. As a matter of fact, she borrowed $10 from me earlier that day. But I don't tell her this, but it's in the back of my mind. As long as she gives me back my money on the date that she said she would, I don't foresee any problems. So we go into the mall and she runs into Hex and pretty much tries to lose me. And to be honest, I really didn't care because I was looking at these little necklaces with the crystals on the end and I thought they were the most beautiful things ever. So I spent my time focusing on those. But now 15, 25 minutes pass. And where is Nessa? I decided it was time to hunt her down. So I go through the mall, looking left, right, left, right, trying to find out where she is. Finally, I find her in the bathroom. Now, she didn't say she had to go to the bathroom, didn't tell me she was feeling sick. So I'm not really sure what's going on. Nessa, what you doing in there? You ready to go? Yeah, but what are you doing? The door flies open and she dips out. Let's go. Now, back in my teenage years, I used to take what I wanted in stores. And I know the look of somebody that's not supposed to be doing something that they're doing in a mall. And it horrified me. There's nothing like having that heavy hand on your shoulder when you think you're about to escape, only to be dragged in the back of the department store and placed into this tiny room where they tell you they're about to call the police. What are you doing? Nothing. Nessa, I know you didn't. If you're going to do all that, then why would you even come with me? Come with you? I brought you. She seemed kind of confused, but I didn't care. There was no way I was going to be caught with her. At this time in my 20s, I was really getting my life on track and I didn't need all the extra shit. Then she started crying to the point of having a fit and the edge of the dress fell out the bottom of her shirt. Before anybody could see it, I snatched it out, grabbed her by the wrist and pulled her out of the mall. She yanked away from me and told me about all the ways that I didn't understand what she was going through because I didn't seem to care about having friends while to her they were everything and that at least I had a boyfriend and that she didn't. But the only thing I'm thinking about is, bitch, if you would have got caught, they would have took me too. The least you could have did was told me. We make it back into Dante and I look over at her every now and again. But for the most part, I'm waiting on my apology. Let's just say one didn't come. We go back to her house. She almost slams the door in my face. But you know how you stick out your palm and the tip of your foot and block the motion? That's pretty much what I did. So I pushed my way into her apartment and sat back on the squeaky bed. She was on the floor in the corner crying her eyes out. 
I'm confused. Why would you do that? Taking two fists to her eyes, she wiped her tears away and says, if I don't go to this party, I'm nothing. I'm nobody. I was too young at that moment to realize the severity of what she was saying. But being a teacher, coach, and all of those things now, it all made sense. Something about the people that she had in and around her life reflected back to her an image that she wasn't good enough. And that goes against everything we stand for, best friends, don't it? So I'm looking at her and I'm like, but you're one of the dopest bitches I know. How come it doesn't feel that way, she said. She went through her motions and at some point she resigned with, you know what, I guess I'm not going to go. And I agreed because if she's going to be that sick, then why bother? And then for some reason I decided to get up and that's what I did. Besides, I had eaten all the olives and they were gone. And to be honest, I was just bored. I found my way to her closet and pushed hanger after hanger to the left, right. You know how you do it when you're on the hunt for something. And there in the back was this really cute short set. It was white. It had straps, but it looked new. So I pulled it out of the closet and said, now, so what's wrong with this? I can't fit that. Have you tried? Because I'm looking at it and you, I said I can't fit it. Listen, bitch, you almost got me arrested. We didn't get caught. You almost got me arrested. The least you can do is put on this outfit. Get up. She stood up off the floor, yanked it out of my hands, tore down her pants, tore off her short, standing in front of me with that beige color bra and panty set, thumping her foot through the left and right holes of the shorts, like, you know, she was doing something to me. Then she slammed down the the, the shirt that went with it, and it fit perfectly. And I saw a moment in her eyes where she was like, I don't even remember buying this. I don't even remember having this. She was so into like getting something for the moment that she forgot she already had shit for these type of events. Her mood brightened, but I could tell as we continue with our day, talking about boys, my boyfriend, her lack thereof, that it was still in the back of her mind. What other things did she hold or possess that she had forgotten about? Again, I'm my 20-something toy, and I'm going to be honest, I wasn't really philosophical back then, but it makes me think. The next day after Thieving Thursday, we went to the party. She stepped in. A few guys grabbed at us. I was taken. She was available, but for some reason didn't seem interested. And before we made it towards the middle of the floor where our friends, and I'm doing air quotes, were standing, having a good time by the drink table, she looked back at me and said, let's go. I don't know. And I never got to follow up with her. As a matter of fact, Just like with all of us, sometimes people come into your life and phase out. So I don't know what she was thinking about. I don't know what changed her mind. But coming at you right now, there are some things that you already have, some gifts that are just for you that you have forgotten about, things that you thought were irrelevant or uh, you weren't able to use or uh, have based off of the situation that was occurring. But what if you took time to reevaluate the things that are always around you, whether they be gifts or talents that were latent because they didn't apply because you may know how to do hair or braid hair or what have you. But right now you are a customer service representative and you can't see how that's 
that's going to help you right now. But what if that gift now is the one thing that will allow you to have your own business, a business that's so dope where you don't even have to be in the shop. You can just hire young girls who are just as talented and help them lead the way a little bit. What if you had that white outfit in the closet that if you just took time and not put so much pressure on yourself? It could really change the way you feel. Man, I just love moments like this because now being a writer and looking back at my 20-year-old self, I'm realizing that I had gifts. I saved her from going down a possible road that may have taken her to dark places, places that a lot of our friends were never able to come out of. I mean, I'm being honest. I got friends that were arrested. Some were murdered. I have friends that reached the whole gamut of what friends are. Some good, some bad, some amazing. I'm just saying, before you say you don't have what you need to proceed in any venture in your life, look in your closet, pull out that white outfit. It just might fit. 